want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go. Starting off episode 169 with Crisis Actor from Albany. And uh, that song was called Black Pilled. I didn't know what this meant, so I looked it up. Oh, good. I do that too. Yeah? Yeah. Do you you know what this means? Nope. Okay, so apparently those who call themselves Black Pilled tend to have a defeatist attitude where they believe that they are too unattractive and that dating practices and standards are so rigid that they will never have a physical relationship. Interesting. Yeah. I, I never heard of this before. Me neither. But I'm really dumb. <laughs> anyways, Me too. Uh, anyways, Black Pilled is available on Spotify. So is Crisis Actors, other material, and as well as Bandcamp. And they seem to be all about the charities, so... I love that. Any, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Any purchases of their m- music goes to charity. Very cool. Yes. So how was your week? It was good. Yeah. Uh, Kind of eventful. Yeah. Had a lot of house stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, Would you care to talk about <laughs> our pergola fun? Oh, yeah. That's another thing I I didn't know before we moved here. Yeah, I had no idea either. What a pergola was. I would have called it like a gazebo type of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
but it was left here mm-hmm. with the sale of the house, mm-hmm. and it's in great shape. It was. <laughs> no, I think it's still <laughs> Um, And it's like this 10 by 10 structure, mm-hmm. and you put like a covering on it, so it provides shade. Yeah, it's metal. Yeah. There's metal beams and a bunch of... Parts. Metal interconnecting pieces. Yeah. So we didn't have any instructions. No. We had baggies of screws, of screws uh-huh. which were labeled fantastic, by yeah, the way. Yeah. They were very organized, so we figured it out pretty quickly. Yeah. But there was m- one major flaw. Yeah. <laughs> we thought, so we have like a, a patio. Yeah, like a cement patio. That it's on now. Yeah. But instead of trying to set it up on the patio awkwardly, we thought, and scratch it up, we thought, let's... Set it up in the grass. And then we'll just move it. Yeah. How'd that work? It didn't work <laughs> so well because um, it's not rigid enough for... It's not super heavy, but it's not rigid enough for us to pick up these... The posts. The two of us. Yeah. If we had... If we had four people, it would have been people, fine. Maybe three could have done it. Maybe. But two on opposing posts, <laughs> if we picked it up... No matter what we did, two of the posts were still on the ground. Yeah. So we had a fuck of a time. So we moved it inch by inch by inch. Slowly I turned. (laughs) In the rain. Yeah. And we look like maniacs. Yeah. But now it's up and it's awesome. Yeah, it is cool. Uh, And then later in the week, we were both in our respective offices. Oh, yeah. Um. You were on the phone, so I think you might have been distracted. I was just sitting there quietly working, and I the heard, house is yeah. the house is quiet when we're working. Yeah, I mean sometimes like you play music, but I'm on the phone most of the day, so my office is quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, you did hear it though. Yeah, I heard it, and then I heard you screaming over and over again. Fuck, <laughs> fuck! <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad. <laughs> and you were on the phone with your boss. Yeah. <laughs> Who's super cool, yeah, but... Luckily, my boss is a good friend. Yeah. But, yeah, I could have uh, been on, like, a, a, a conference, conference call or something. I was screaming. <laughs> well, I was sitting in my office. I'm still convinced we're sitting on a sinkhole. Yeah. So when I started hearing all these loud pops and mm-hmm. snaps... It sounded like glass breaking. But, like, extreme. Mm-hmm. It was so loud. Mm-hmm. So I went running out. You stayed in your office. Well, I was on the phone. And I realized what had happened. Part of the neighbor's tree had come down mm-hmm. in our yard. In our backyard. In our backyard. Away from the house yeah. and anything yeah. structural, thank God. Uh, but it was a huge branch and it took down part of the fence in the way back. So we had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just never ending. Yeah. Constant surprises. Yeah. Oh, and then they came, and they're like, "Well, we can't take down the whole tree." And I'm like, "Well, I don't want the whole tree taken down because that's the neighbor's problem, not yeah. ours." Yeah. I just want this piece off of our property. That's another piece of the bullshit. Is the na- It's the neighbor's tree. It is the neighbor's tree. But we have to pay for it. Yes. Well, we could have called homeowners, but I feel like. Homeowner's insurance, but I feel like there's going to be way more catastrophic events to include homeowner's insurance for. Yeah, probably. Um, luckily, this wasn't a huge ordeal, but 
So the guy gets here to give us a free estimate and I'm like, oh, look at all these pretty vines with all these <laughs> leaves growing everywhere. Oh, it's so pretty. And it turns out it's fucking poison ivy. Yeah. <laughs> that I've been playing in yeah. all summer trying to clean everything up back there. Yeah. Yep. Luckily, I haven't. It hasn't affected me. So. Nope. Also, to people listening, Jen thinks that I've made up the term poison sumac. What so is it? Please. What is it? <laughs> it sounds like you're playing in a sewer and you got some disease from it. Let's play some music. <laughs> it's a thing. All right. First up, an abstract illusion from Sweden with the song Slaves off their upcoming release, Woe, out September 9th on Willowtip. And then we're going to head to Kentucky to listen to some death metal by Shrouded Infinity with the song Depth of Cure off their Through Caverns Unknown release out now on Transylvanian Recordings.
you remember your story on James Moore? Yes. Who, how long was he in prison for? Uh, ever. For like 60 years or something like that? Yeah. So he's getting out, right? So he was the guy from our area mm-hmm. that was a landscaper. Mm-hmm. Um, that abducted a 11 or 12 year old 14 14 14 um, and did unspeakable acts yes. and mm. murdered her yes in 1962 mm-hmm. and he's been behind bars since and yes. he was just recently paroled yes mm-hmm. so now the problem they're facing is finding a nursing home to stick him in what yeah What do you think of that? I don't have any words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, what do you think of that? I don't know. I mean, he might as well stay where he is. That's kind of where I, what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I don't understand the thought process around. I wonder what he thinks. Any of that. I wonder if he wants to get out. I don't care what he thinks. Because that's got to be terrifying. Good. Yeah. <laughs> then put him in a random nursing home. <laughs> I wonder if it's just like, uh, your time's <clears throat> up, you got to go. Or is he like, I wonder if he wants to be out. Yeah, I don't know. Not that I care what he wants, but I'm curious. Yeah. Um, I found this interesting story that is actually local to Rochester. Uh. The story is about a mother of twins, fraternal twins, that are half-sisters. Huh? Right? Does this make sense? No. No, it doesn't. That was a weird segue into a different... Yeah, I know. ...conversation. (laughs) But as you know, I'm weird. Yeah. So, this story is about uh, the mother's Sandra Stadola who is 34 of Rochester, New York. Okay. Apparently... Never heard of it. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) Apparently, her and her husband, Jack, had been trying for a long time to to have kids. And um, they did in vitro, I think, four times. They did a combination of... This is going somewhere. They did a combination of, of her eggs and... A donor's eggs. And um, so the last time they did this, I guess one of her eggs was fertilized. They were about to give up. This was like the fifth time. They spent a shit ton of money on this. Yeah, I can imagine. And so one of her eggs was fertilized and one of the donor eggs. Uh-huh. So they're fraternal twins. She got pregnant. Fraternal twins had the two daughters and their same father, two different mothers. One egg is hers and one egg is the donor egg. Wow. That's weird, right? Yeah. I didn't know that was possible. Me neither. Huh. So they're they're twins, but they're half-sisters. Well, I'm... Glad they became a family. Yes. 
Apparently she had rotten eggs. I'm sure I have rotten eggs. <laughs> <laughs> well, she didn't, not all of her eggs were rotten. No. At no. least one of them wasn't. Right, yeah. <laughs> no. I got a joke for you. Mm. You ready? One of those. Knock, knock. I'm ready. Uh, who's there? I eat mop. What is that? I, I eat mop. I eat mop who? Oh, oh man. You should probably uh, figure that out. <laughs> maybe you have a cerebral hemorrhage. Uh, maybe. What's up, dog? Yeah. <laughs> 
That was some New York death metal from Cerebral Hemorrhage. Coming off of their 1999 demo, that was track one, Amongst the Tombs. So, we've been on here complaining, (laughs) commenting often about um, all the money that's going into this newly acquired house. Yes. And a lot of it's been a bit of a nightmare i mean especially the plumbing in the beginning yeah the plumbing sucked yeah uh losing power and sitting at the (laughs) sump pump (laughs) for eight hours for eight hours of cups emptying it into a bucket in the winter and bringing it outside uh anyways how would you feel about making some money off of the house oh i'm listening yeah 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 two thousand dollars how do you feel about this what are you talking about well, there's. I'm, a, I'm a little skeptical when it comes out of your mouth. <laughs> there's a North Carolina company that is offering $2,000 for them to come and release 100 American cockroaches in your home for the month. And while they film this, and um, it's for a, a new technique that they're developing. Technique. That technique to get rid of the rid of uh, you know infestations. So they're going to test it out on the cockroaches. So they film it in your they, home. They monitor. Yes, they monitor it in your home, and then at the end of the month, if hopefully their experiment works, you get the two thousand dollars. And you grow an extra head in four years. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> if if it doesn't work, then you still get the two thousand dollars, but they revert to tried and true methods to get rid of the cockroaches. So either way you get, they guarantee no cockroaches and $2,000. That's a hard pass. Yeah? Not happening. Well, they've had 2,200 applicants already. What? Yep. Would you do it? Hell no. Ugh. (laughs) No. I have this uh, weird thing. When we stay in hotels, mm-hmm. I <laughs> I prefer to wear earplugs to bed because I'm <laughs> really <laughs> worried that bugs are going to crawl into my ear. You told me that's because I snored. And lay eggs. <laughs> <laughs> lay eggs. <laughs> Why would they pick your head to lay eggs? Eh? I don't know. Maybe they pick yours. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> um. I remember when I used to, I've told you this story many times, but when I used to travel for work and I woke up in my hotel and I heard like crinkling. Ugh, yeah. It was um, like those uh, packaged coffee pod things yeah. on the uh, on the dresser. So I turned the light on and I heard crinkling over there. I turned the light on. Go over there, didn't see anything right away. I pulled one of the packages out and there was giant, giant cockroaches. Where was that? That was down south, right? Yeah, it was I Florida. I think Florida, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty common there. Yeah. But yeah. those things are so big, you can't. Yeah, like, it couldn't go in my ear. You just gotta. It could not go in my ear. No. 
It was like bigger, there was no threat bigger than my ear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I they remember climbed in the bed and stole your covers. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, I remember complaining to uh, someone I was working with the uh-huh. next day that lived there. And he's like, oh, those, no, those aren't cockroaches. They're palmetto bugs. No, they're... No, they're cockroaches. They're cockroaches to me. <laughs> I don't care what you call them. And I don't want them in my room. So, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the show, that there, but there was a stint of time that I lived uh, in Florida, mm. southern Florida. Mm-hmm. And it was just mom and I. Mm-hmm. And we got down there and we stayed down there for like a month. And then we were like, nah. This isn't for us. Yeah. So we packed up a U-Haul mm-hmm. and we stayed. I want to say it had to have been like, you know, it takes forever to get to through Florida, mm. like forever. Yeah. So I think we stopped in like South Carolina or something and mm-hmm. stayed the night mm-hmm. and we encountered like the same thing. Mm. And we, we were like, what the hell do we do? They're too big to smush. Yeah. You can't, yeah. But if you're not used to it, they're creepy as hell. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're, yes, they are. Like, no, you shouldn't have a bug in your hotel room that is loud enough to crinkle your packaging and wake you up. (laughs) Right, right, definitely. That was an odd hotel. It wasn't a terrible hotel, believe it or not, but, um... You stayed in a couple sketchy places, for sure. Yeah, that was not... The other, the, the weirdest place was in Florida. Yeah. That was not the weirdest place. But um also at this place they, there was there was a trailer park next door and they had a giant chicken coop. And Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, every morning at like four thirty, five o'clock, <laughs> the roosters would wake me up. Well see, you don't even screaming. need an alarm clock. Screaming. They were loud. And annoying. Yeah, they are loud. Yeah, but I thought that was odd to have that right next to a hotel. Yeah, it's pretty strange. <clears throat> I wonder if my employer like was strategic about that to get all the employees to make sure they're awake on time <laughs> to get to work. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe they have <laughs> traveling roosters. <laughs> <laughs> That could be a good side business. Yeah. <laughs> you want to have some traveling roosters? <laughs> Why don't we uh, hear some music? Okay. That's probably a good idea. All right. First up, Half Visible Presence from the Netherlands with the song Loss from their three-face scapular of death release out now on Nuclear Winter Records. I almost said Blast. <laughs> and duplicate records. <laughs> nice. And then after that, we're going to hear Flesh Rot from Texas with the song Intricate Dissection, which is the type of dissection I would like. <laughs> I wouldn't want a sloppy dissection. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, this is coming off of their upcoming release, Unburied Corpse, which is coming out on August 1st on Misako Unojo in Conspiracy with Desert Wasteland Productions. You're cute. And then... <laughs> Then after that, the return of Canada's Panzerfaust with the song Tabula Raza off of their upcoming release, The Sons of Perdition, Chapter 3, The Astral Drain. This will be released on July 22nd on Eisenwald. 
Side note, the astral drain is the third chapter of the Sons of Perdition tetralogy, meaning there is one chapter left. Yeah. 
This is God Alive, and you're listening to Crypto-Sobian.
So speaking of Gutted Alive, mm. Jason um, posted an interview that he was in. Uh, yes. Um, on Breaking Stereotypes. It's a mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's a really cool topic. He's a really cool dude. Mm-hmm. It's really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about breaking stereotypes in like the death metal scene. Yes. And yeah. it's really cool. And you should check it out. Yes. Yes. What's it? What's the name of it? Um, breaking Stereotypes. There you go. We can put a link Perfect. to it if I rem- I better do that now because I'm going to forget. Perfect. All right. Now I'm going to shift gears. Okay. Completely nothing related to that at all. Okay. That's okay. All right. We're going to talk about cereal. None of this makes sense ever, so. No, that's right. <laughs> We're going to talk about cereal. <laughs> okay. Um, there's, a, there's a new cereal that is, I can't believe, well, I can believe this exists. Oh, boy. Um, this is a cereal that was developed by the intimate wellness brand Intimina. It is called Period Crunch. And the cereal itself oh. is <laughs> uterus-shaped breakfast cereal that also colors the milk red. And they apparently have not put this out as a joke. They've put it out as a conversation starter about menstruation in the average home because according to this, 82% of people, they don't say men or women, 82% of people are unable to correctly identify where the uterus is. So eating cereal is going to help that? Yes. It's going to be a conversation starter. Oh, so I bet the cereal box is going to be all about like where the uterus is. and. Um, the box is interesting looking. Yeah. There's a puzzle on the back. No, I don't know if there's a puzzle, <laughs> but there should be. <laughs> like a maze. <laughs> Find the fallopian tube now. <laughs> they should have a built-in, in the back of the box, they should have a built-in operation game <laughs> for the reproductive system. Or it buzzes if you Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I got to show you a picture of the cereal. Um. It, it needs a visual representation. Yeah. It's really... Sounds like show art. It's really ridiculous looking. Yeah. It could be show art, but they might they might not like that. But yeah, that is our show art. <laughs> eh. Would you try this cereal? Um, I'm, I don't know that I'm very interested. No? They lost me at the cereal turning the milk red. Yeah. First of all, red dye is not good for you. Yeah. That's <laughs> and, just crude. And what if it's made out of uh, beet extract? Oh, well. Instead of, uh, what is it? Red r- number what? 40? Is it 40? Maybe. One of them's number 40. That might be yellow. It might be yellow. <laughs> We're so smart. Yeah. Uh, this company also. Uh, produces environmentally friendly period cups. And uh, so maybe it is made with beet juice then, if they're admire- environmentally friendly. Maybe. maybe they're health conscious maybe. as well. Maybe I'm going to have to order you a box of this. Um, 
Also, we could do a live review of the uterine we should do cereal. This. We should do this. All right. I'm um, down. They also um, make Kegel muscle training devices. Okay. I don't know what that looks like. They have a um, broad brand spectrum there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of intrigued by this company now. Like Anything I from muscle workout equipment to uterine cereal. We yeah. have it all. Yeah. And everything in between. Yeah. <laughs> Which is everything. <laughs> all right. You want to hit the Kegel gym and play some music? I'm out. <laughs> all right. First, we're going to hear some German black metal from Frisk with the song Terug Bliv Blatt Sand. This was coming off of their Un Terug Bliv Blatt Sand release out now on Vendetta Records. Sorry if I've massacred that name. I did my best. I can't breathe. Then after that, we have the return of Shaidar Logos, which is some fantastic black metal from the States, from Minnesota. Their last release was The Ritualist in 2015. This release is Chapter 3, The Void God, and we are going to listen to the song Consume Pieces of God. Out now on Sentient Ruin.
All right, so something fun. Mm. I like fun. Uh, me too. You finally scored us some bicycles. Oh, yeah. Um, we haven't had them in four, four years? At least, yeah. I don't know. So when we lived countryside, mm-hmm. we bought a couple bikes that were ridiculously cheap. Yeah. And they sucked, yeah. like, walking out of the store with them. But yeah. Oh, yeah. we're not avid bicyclists, no. so no. we figured, meh, whatever. Right. Um, but we used to put them on the back of the RAV and go to Mount Hope Cemetery. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Which is an awesome historical yeah. um, cemetery in our area. Yeah. That's good for first dates. It's good for first dates. It's second dates. Good for last dates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's really cool. There's a lot of history there, mm-hmm. and it's pretty challenging to ride a bike through there. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, um, we abandoned our bikes mm-hmm. when we moved downtown. Mm-hmm. We just kind of left them in the apartment building, and they had flat tires, and the brakes didn't work, and but. We've wanted them since we moved, Mm -hmm. but everything is so expensive with COVID. And you finally scored us some on-sale bikes thanks to a 4th of July sale. Yeah, half price. Yeah. And we... Decent bikes. Yeah, we went and picked them up and we went for a bike ride, our first bike ride in a while. I haven't tried a wheelie yet. And I haven't tried no hands. So (laughs) that's where I was going with this. You can talk shit probably, right? (laughs) That's not like you at all. You know that saying, it's like riding a bike? Yeah, no, son. <laughs> so when we got our bikes, when uh, we lived out in Avon, mm-hmm. you thought that you would just pop on a bike after not being on a bike for well, 20 years. that had faulty steering. <laughs> and you were like, look, no hands. And you rammed into the mailbox. I did not. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. That wasn't me. It had faulty steering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's called Ken. No. It's called Huffy. <laughs> Those bikes were awful. Yeah. But these new bikes are pretty awesome. Yeah. We went on, I don't know, we did like a three or four mile bike ride. Mm-hmm. Just spur of the moment the other night after picking them up. Yep. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. So we should do, we should organize like a bikes and brews mm-hmm. where we all hang out downtown. Yeah. Ride around on our bikes. That'd be fun. Yeah. And we can ride into traffic. No, that's not fun. Yeah. It does kind of bother me that you won't wear a helmet. Well, no. No. Whatever. I don't need a helmet for this melon. (laughs) Yeah. Got a hard-ass head. (laughs) Um, So if we go back to when we got engaged. Ugh. My proposal was pretty lame, right? No. I have... That's It's not about me, though. Oh, okay. All right. But it I, wasn't lame. I have a question for you. What do you think of this This gentleman from South Africa has... And I don't know what she said. He proposed to his girlfriend at his girlfriend's... And this was filmed in, on TikTok, apparently. Okay. He proposed to his girlfriend... Right at her father's funeral. 
And what do you think of this? Wow. Yeah. Um, putting myself in her shoes, that's a bit uh, overwhelming and maybe slightly inappropriate. Yeah. There's the comments say, most of the people say that it's crazy and inappropriate and strange. And then there's a few that say like it's sweet and he was trying to take away from the negativity of the situation i don't it it seems it seems odd and uh, i mean it is a little odd but i don't we don't know the whole story we don't know the dynamic of that family we don't i don't who, like who knows right yeah, um there's a picture of her face as he's proposing and she does not look she looks like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, <laughs> it, do, it doesn't say what she said? No. Uh, um, I'll have to look it up after. Huh. I didn't want to focus on the answer. I just wanted to focus on the act itself. Yeah. Which is strange. I don't know. So I try to be kind of open-minded about all that stuff because mm-hmm. I know that there's... Like, I have a very unique sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, and people might find that really odd. There's things that you've, nice gestures that you've done for me in the past that I feel like people would think, what the fuck? Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So, but if she looks mortified, then. Some of the, you're. It's probably uh, not. Yeah. Your odd sense of humor is um, one of the things that I really enjoyed at first. I still do, but it was like, there was a situation early on that I won't mention on here because you probably will make me cut it out anyway, (laughs) but you laughed at something that was not appropriate at all. Yeah. We were watching a movie. Yeah. 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 And there was... And somebody got hurt and I laughed. So someone had changed their ways at the end of this movie and was on, you know, appeared to be on the straight and narrow, a wholesome person, and they get blown away at the end of the movie and you laughed and I was like, this is a keeper. Well, it made me uncomfortable, so I laughed. Uh Uh-huh. It did. (laughs) I laugh at very inappropriate times. Mm -hmm. It's there's another one that I think's great too, but I won't ask you to mention it on here. All right, on that note. We are going to close it out with two songs off of the recently released July 4th, to be exact, on Vargas Records, Pathways to Damnation 2. Which is a compilation. A compilation of many fantastic songs. Mm-hmm. Two of them. Which coincidentally featured Justin Vallis. Nice. Our Cyanic Madness with the song A Nuclear Twilight. Uh, side note, Cyanic Madness was formerly Morgue Walker. Oh, okay. From 2017 to 2021. Cool. They changed their name. I'm not sure why. And then after that, we're going to hear Vallis with the song 
antediluvian watchers. All right. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And don't eat your own poo. (laughs) 